0: So for this story, I decided to call it The Fires of Area 51. And there's a specific reason for it. The inspiration for this story comes largely from myself watching the Marvel Hero Project. You've probably seen it. It's on Disney+. Plus. The point is, Marvel Hero Project, whenever I watched it, I was always annoyed with the fact that there were never actual superpowers on it. For me, it always felt, sure, it was cool to see kids doing amazing stuff and being it put up against cart against cartoon characters sorry but for me it just didn't feel the same as actual superpowers like being able to turn into slime or to fly or you get the idea so the story is all about myself getting superpowers and having the ability to control fire so yeah hope you enjoy this podcast and uh all right Prologue, it was dark that night in the desert. I ran through all the maze of cacti, tumbleweeds, and sand, trying to escape. Stumbling, I turned and threw a fireball back at the three mysterious people over on the horizon. They all held up giant shields and blocked the fireball. Getting to my feet, I kept on running until finally I hit a giant ravine and a closed-off area. I was trapped. The three attackers surrounded me and all charged up strange guns. I turned around, and frowning, I ignited into flame and flew towards them, my fiery armor glowing red hot. The attackers seemed to understand what was going on, and they all sprinted towards me, weapons ready. It was summer vacation. Everything was slow and calm, as usual. Me, I was pulling weeds. I worked two hours a day pulling weeds on my driveway to earn $500 by the end of the summer. So, while most other kids my age were sleeping in, watching TV, or playing video games, I was up at 7am pulling weeds. Actually, sleeping in probably seemed more likely, but that depended on the type of scenario for me. The last weed had finally been pulled, and two hours was up. I sighed and checked my watch for the time. Just in time. I walked back in through the front porch of the house. Callan, our black cat, purred contentedly on the, bl- on the brick flooring of the porch. A cool breeze blew through the air as I walked into the kitchen. The smell of honey was everywhere around me. Grabbing a piece of bread, I stuck it into the toaster and collapsed onto the couch in the family room. This summer was just as boring as any summer. With the side note that I was going on a field trip to a chemical plant tomorrow. I grabbed the Nintendo Switch controllers off my shelf, sat down to play something. My dad emerged from the cave they called his office once every three hours and stared at me. Good morning, Ollie. Morning. I was too tired to even turn and look at him. Ben and Emerson, my two younger brothers, came charging downstairs. Ems yelling, Ben holding a nerf gun high above his head and screaming bloody murder. I sighed and turned off the TV. Even video games seemed too boring. The summer seemed to last forever, and it wasn't going anywhere. I walked up to my room and looked out at the backyard. Seven acres of land. Wide, flat land. Just like a void. I collapsed once again onto my bed, and pulling the sheets up over my head, I quickly fell asleep. Somehow, through an unexplained phenomenon, when I snapped awake, I checked my watch. The clock read 5.30 a.m. I didn't realize that I would slipped through the entire day. I was feeling a bit hungry, so I hopped out of bed and put on my jeans, gray hoodie, and hat. Walking down the stairs, I also checked my watch. It told me that the field trip was just today. Grabbing my bag, I grabbed a small granola bar out of the kitchen and walked toward the road. Since the chemical plant was a long way away, I had to get up early and then ride on the bus there. My parents had already agreed for that, which was why they were still asleep. Even though I could only see the outline of the mountains behind my house, the bus's headlights blasted through the darkness, blinding me. The bus doors opened with a hiss, and walking across the road, I hopped up the stairs still blinking. All the children who were on board were clearly the ones who had signed up for the field trip, and let me tell you, some of the kids looked like they'd spent the night on the bus. I sat down next to my friend Sam. He stood out from the grip because of the fact that he was looking on his phone at something. The light pretty much illuminated him and made him look like a ghost. Sitting down next to him, the bus started up and rolled away from home. I sighed and rolled over towards him. The chemical plant was massive, and even as we walked through the gate, Sam and I exchanged thoughts about things that had happened recently. It was what we always did. I always thought that the Marvel Hero Project was boring. Sam looked up. What makes you say that? I sighed. Why can't there be kids who have actual powers? Sure, it looks cool to see a kid clean up the roads of New York, but I don't know. I guess it just doesn't feel the same to me. Sam nodded and then looked up. Oh, hey, we're here. I looked up and I saw giant tanks with multicolored liquid lining the walls and flowing through tubes. Now this, the tour guide said at the front of the line, is our most recent project and it's still under development. He motioned toward a weird helmet sitting on a pedestal. It allows any one of you to experience an element of nature. Does anyone like to try? Everyone pushed to the front to raise their hand. Me? I wasn't like anyone else. I slimly looked down at the ground, kicked a small rock, and then started to look at one of the signs on the containers. Apparently, the tour guide noticed me, the only person not raising my hand. How about you, young man? Everyone turned to look at me. Staring up at the tour guide, I shrugged and walked over toward the helmet. Two men appeared out of all the workers running around, and they locked me into place. The helmet was put on my head, and the tour guide whispered, Don't worry. It's completely safe. We've tested this before, and I closed my eyes. At once, I saw every element flash before my eyes. Water, earth, ice, lightning, fire, wind, nature, and all the other ones that you can name. My mind was focused solely on fire. It was always interesting to me. It could create, but it could also destroy. It was there long before anything else. Suddenly, I heard screams from the crowd. Everyone was pointing up. Yanking off the helmet, I looked up and saw one of the containers tipping over. It fell squarely on top of me, trapping me inside of it, along with the liquid. The content splashed over me and fire ripped through my body. I struggled to get out of my seat. The air was quickly flowing out of me and the liquid was drowning me fast the last thing that I could see was my friends yelling at me pounding their fists on the glass and that was pretty much the last thing that I could see before everything went white I closed my eyes and slowly drifted away when I woke up I was blinded by a bright light looking around I was in a strange place a sciencey place I don't know lots of gadgets tools and people hurried around the room that I was in Looking over to one of the closest people to me, I could see that they were working on some kind of graph, or at least some form of a graph. I couldn't tell from the situation that I was in. Um, excuse me? The worker turned around to face me. Where am I? I asked. The worker smiled. You're in Area 51, silly. My eyes snapped up. Everything was coming into focus now. Even though I couldn't see next to nothing, I could see what looked like a giant airstrip out the plexiglass window. There were guards at every door, tanks of green liquid, and lots of platforms, bridges, and rooms all around the giant airstrip. I tried to break out of my bonds on the table. No good. Suddenly, my arms ignited into flame, a suit of fiery armor replaced my clothes, and the straps binding me to the table snapped like fresh, dry thread. People noticed, and the whole place went from calm to straight chaos. I mean, Not that it wasn't already straight chaos with everyone running around. Three men in heavy armor kicked in the door, each one holding some kind of strange gun. So, I did the only thing that felt natural to a kid my age. I flew toward them and kicked my way through them. Apparently, they hadn't expected that, seeing that I was a giant ball of fire, which gave me a pretty fair chance at escape. Jumping up from the table, and not even aware of my full power at all, I sprinted through the airstrip. Well, not really sprinted, but more flying through the airstrip. I heard yelling and gunshots behind me. The door was just up ahead. Running at record speed, I stopped and came to a skidding halt. Where there was once nothing, a whole bunch of guards came from everywhere, guns loaded. So, I did what I had normally read from comics. I threw fireballs at their guns, then controlled the fire so that the gun barrels melted together. While the men were trying to break free from them, it bought me a few seconds. I blasted through the door and out into the Nevada deserts, flying away into the stars. But I didn't get very far before I was then aware of a sharp spike in my leg. Pain shot through my body and my powers died out, leaving me, well, suspended in the air. The world seemed to slow down, and even as I fell, I was reminded of what a crazy day it had been, from my field trip to to the chemical plant all the way to Area 51, just to this moment. My powers came back on long enough to break my fall. I hit the ground running, but was quickly surrounded by three people. Each one held a strange gun, and they charged up their blasters. I charged forward, my armor glowing red hot. My hands turned into miniature volcanoes as I blasted white-hot magma at the armored figures. GAH! I sat up in bed, clutching my arm, and looking around. No fire, no guns, no armored assassins, no Area 51 at all. It was my bedroom. Safe, normal bedroom, with Legos, clothes, and all kinds of posters on the walls. I looked out the windows, sitting up. The seven acres were still there. I sighed and looked in the mirror, nothing had changed about me, no marks, no battle scars, no eyes missing, no nothing. I smiled and turned to walk away, nor did I know it, but even as I turned around, a tiny spark flew out of my finger and onto the wall. I sat down on the porch, Callan jumped up into my lap and instantly fell asleep. I smiled and thought that even if it was real, I would only use my powers for good in any situation that, and to help with the weeds each morning, pulling them out and then burning them. But even if my powers were real, I had a good down-to-earth name, Nitro Kid. It was short, direct, and surprisingly catchy. I was impressed with my own work. This world was a crazy one, no doubt, but I would at least try my best to make it better. And unlike those kids at Marvel Hero Project, I for once had actual superpowers. This was the best way to spend my summer, if it was anything more.